Hi everyone, welcome back to your weekly BitCast. This week we're on episode 48. Bert and Dan and myself here as always, and we're going to be talking about a lot of big news here. So we've got Cyberpunk news, Jedi Fallen Order, Modern Warfare 2, Pokemon, and a whole bunch of other things to discuss that uh, kind of revealed this week. So we're going to hit it right off the top with the biggest IP in the world, which I wasn't even aware of prior to this week, but that is Pokemon. So, Sword and Shield, the fully-fledged new RPG coming to the Switch later this year. Um, they had a Pokemon Direct this week. We got to see this new Galar region, the new starter Pokemon, and uh, people, of course, in the Pokemon arena are going nuts and uh, really, really excited about this. So, I have never really been a Pokemon fan, guys. I don't know if you guys have, but uh, funny enough, I think that I may give this one a shot. Just, you know, start fresh, try this new fully-fledged Pokemon game on the Switch and see how it goes. Um, what do you guys think? Yeah, I'm, I am I did watch it, so it's kind of cool to see that, um, to say the least. I'm also not a big Pokemon fan. I think, uh, I don't know if I caught it at a later part in my life or something when this was like a big deal. But um, I think it's cool. I know it's going to sell like crazy. People are mega excited about it. A lot of people think it's the best franchise of all time. I don't. I'm very excited for those people. But um, it's a hard pass for me at the moment. We'll see if it's something new to the, to the formula of Pokemon that really reels me in. But right now, thumbs up. Yep. <clears throat> I'll buy one of them. <laughs> I'm debating okay. on which one to get. Um, I like Pokemon. I, I liked the old school games. I think the ones on the uh, Game Boy were the best. Um, I don't know why. They were just super fun, pretty simple. Uh, this one looks cool. Uh, I'm not like a huge, huge Pokemon guy, but I've played them and I really enjoyed the games. Uh, I want to see if bring something maybe a little bit newer to it. You know, playing Let's Go Pikachu, it was kind of, I don't know. I think it tied too much into the Pokemon Go a little bit for me. Uh, I kind of want to get back to just that old school, you know, Pokemon, you know, what it, like, like it was back in the day. You know, that was just nice, simple, fun. You know, you built up your roster, you battled dudes, and I sound like a... 10 year old boy right now but you know what it's fun stuff so your pokeball so dan your pokeball i do not have the pokeball i <laughs> debated on it but i knew i would never probably use it so <laughs> i said nah that's all right you know the only problem this one needs to have uh pro controller support for god's sakes yeah i can't even play it yeah that that's ridiculous that's one big thing i can't stand about the, the last game is that i can't play with my pro controller it doesn't make any sense to me, but whatever. Yeah, Hopefully yeah. I like support. This one looks more like the old school Pokemon RPGs, like you were saying, and uh, yeah. it's going to be kind of neat to be able to play it on the TV um, in that vein because I was doing some kind of research here, and I I can't remember. Someone can correct me who's a listener, but um, it doesn't look like there'd been like a home console fully fledged Pokemon title um, in a very, very long time since uh, the last one I could find was on N64. So I don't know if you guys can think of any that were on any systems after that but nope no i mean i know that they have a massive presence in the handheld department but not like this so right. yeah so it's kind of neat i mean this is a handheld in a way right but it's going to be neat at mm -hmm. least sitting at home so i don't know i may give it a shot um who knows um but like we said a lot of people i'm sure tens if not hundreds of millions of people excited about this one so pretty cool to finally see it and cool that it's coming in 2019 as well um the other uh, thing we've been waiting to see a while, and this is probably more up our alley, is Respawn's uh, Star Wars game, Jedi Fallen Order. And they announced this week that it's going to debut at Star Wars Celebration on April 13th. And in addition to that, Chris Avalone, who is uh, a big writer in the industry, he's written games like Fallout 2 and Knights of the Old Republic 2, Fallout New Vegas, Planescape. Uh, he commented that the writing on the game is fully complete and his role there is finished. Um, but just seeing his name associated with this and knowing that it's Respawn, uh, my hype just went up quite a bit, guys, because this is a good development company, good writer, Star Wars universe. We may finally get the Star Wars game that we've all been waiting for. Yeah, bring it on, man. I need one. God, I need one. It's been killing me, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I love Old Republic 2. I love Fallout New Vegas. <clears throat> um, just, just give us a Star Wars game, for God's sakes. This is getting ridiculous. If this thing gets canceled within the next few months, I'm going to punch somebody in the face. 
that's basically where I'm at. We need one. We need it to be at least a little bit above average, <laughs> you know, not Battlefront 2 campaign. So I want something good. I mean, it's been a long time since we've gotten anything decent, you know, and it's just, I want a Star Wars game that is good. Please, God. Please! <laughs> Uh, I, I'm as, as you guys well know, um, I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan anymore just because it's been just all over the place, but I'm in Dan's opinion that it is very good for us to get an actual good Star Wars game that we can all kind of get soaked into and see more of. I, I think people are really high on Respawn right now. This has been in the works for a while. As, as we know, last E3, they were hoping something would be mentioned about it, and there wasn't, obviously. The, uh, was it... Uh, Zampella's response was like, what are you guys doing trying to out my game right now? Is that E3 last year? Is that what was happening? He's like, I'm not commenting on it. <laughs> um, it was it was kind of funny, but uh, I, I'm excited to see what it is. If it's another just MMO type game or something, I'm going to hit the sno a snooze fest button on that. Um, but if it's something that we can put our hands on and play from a single player perspective and then maybe a multiplayer aspect of some sort, bring it on. I'm excited to see it. I think the Star Wars needs something new and fresh and not some crap that's been coming out today everywhere from the movies and the games. So, yeah, there you have it. <laughs> yeah, I think given that Chris Avalone is uh, helping write this, I think what we're going to see is a really strong story narrative campaign in the Star Wars universe, which I think is what most of us are looking for. So let's hope. Uh, one game that I don't think will disappoint is Cyberpunk 2077. And the good news is CD Projekt Red confirmed that it's going to be at E3 again this year. Uh, given what we saw last year with its debut on Microsoft stage, you know, obviously the rumors are circling now. Are we going to see Cyberpunk 2077 on the Anaconda on Xbox's stage is kind of the rumor right now. But if they've confirmed for E3 and Sony's not there, it's obviously not going to be part of Nintendo. So it, it, the dominoes seem to be falling in favor of Microsoft here to be, you know, have another presentation from CD Projekt Red on a highly, highly anticipated game. My Anaconda don't. My Anaconda don't. No, sorry. Um, way, yeah, way I'm, too I'm excited early for that. Way too early <laughs> for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me personally, Cyberpunk is probably my most anticipated game outside of Last of Us 2 for the end of our current uh, generation. I mean, there's also a ton of other big stuff coming out that's in the next year or two years that we don't even know about yet. But I think everybody has Cyberpunk on the radar for E3, uh, at least. I want to see more of it. We got that massive trailer last year. Hopefully we'll get some in-depth stuff and we can actually get our maybe put our hands on it, Ains. That'd be fantastic if we can actually play it at E3 in some form. I don't know how you would put that on a demo gameplay or something like that for people to play, but it's going to be fun, and I can't wait to see more of it. It's going to be great. I hadn't even considered that it could be playable, but I'm just going to say good thing the camera is at eye level. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Yeah, same. Eye level camera. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely my number one anticipated game. Um Basically, nothing, I don't think, is going to touch it until it comes out. Kind of bums me out that it's going to be there because I won't be there. But I'm the same, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it, man. It's going to be awesome. I mean, and that's, maybe I'm putting, you know, all my eggs in one basket. But I have seen nothing to tell me otherwise, you know, based on that 45-minute demo and the fact that this is, you know, CD Project Red. So... I'm ready for it, man. I'm ready. Let's do it. Just come out, hopefully, in December. You know? All right, so, so so question for both of you guys here. On the on Cyberpunk, do you guys think it comes out in 2019? Yeah, we talked about no. that before. I, I, yes or no? I still don't yeah. think so. I don't think so. Dan, I wish. No? Remember last year at E3, they, they were telling us that a lot of it was done. They just have to do a lot of polish to get things correct, and I, I've... Well, didn't we hear something that the game was done and that what people were playing uh, behind closed doors was pretty much the full game, just obviously in a very rough state? Mm. I, I could have sworn I remember hearing that. I don't I don't remember, but I, I mean, they did the same thing with Witcher 3. Witcher 3 was, you know, yeah. it, it was like 18 months after it was playable. I mean, they're just kind yeah. of masters of their craft, and this is mm -hmm. the attention to the detail in this game and how big it is. I, I could see them just taking their time. And, and again, 
With this being such an ambitious game, I think the best way to play it, obviously, if you're going to be in that camp, would be on PS5 and uh, whatever you know Xbox Anaconda is next year. So it just seemed to line up if they waited till next year to launch it. Yep, sounds cool. So, speaking of other interesting rumors, so we got Modern Warfare 2 Campaign Remastered was officially rated by the PEGI rating boards in Europe. Um, pretty much means it, it's absolutely coming now. You know, the rumor we had previously was that Modern Warfare 4 was uh, Infinity Ward's Call of Duty title this year, and we had heard before that Modern Warfare 2 was going to be remastered and coming with it. But the interesting thing here is that it specifically says Campaign, which is different than what we saw a few years ago with Modern Warfare, the original, uh, being remastered when Raven did the multiplayer for that title. So, what people have said here is that while everyone really wants the Modern Warfare 2 uh, multiplayer remaster, the problem is when they launched Infinite Warfare and Modern Warfare a few years ago, it split the player base on day one. And so they think what they're going to do here, that you know, what speculation is, is that we're going to get Modern Warfare 4, we're going to get Modern Warfare 2 remaster campaign, which you can play through, and then there'll be some Modern Warfare 2 homages or maps, maybe remade maps in Modern Warfare 4, but it'll be a single multiplayer package, um, which to me actually sounds like the better route, as much as I like Modern Warfare 2, you know, multiplayer back in the day, uh, it would seem to be if they just make one solid singular package, I think that's the better route to take. Yeah, I think you're right. <clears throat> so this is the last multiplayer game I ever played as far as Call of Duty goes. Um, I loved Modern Warfare. In fact, that was probably I probably logged more hours into that than any other multiplayer game in my life. Um, it was so much fun. And I was younger, and my reflexes were actually there. So <laughs> I could actually, you know, I actually did pretty good. Um Modern Warfare 2, as far as the campaign goes, you know, great. I wish, I hope they release it for like 20 bucks so I can pick it up separately because I probably won't play Modern Warfare 4. I might. Who am I kidding? Of course I'm going to buy it. What am I talking about? I literally just switched gears in two seconds. Okay, so I'm going to probably buy that game. Why doesn't it come with uh, 3? What's, 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 wrong, what's wrong with 3? Where's it at? I don't think anything's wrong with three, there. but what do you? Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, that's a lot of work to remaster two campaigns while building your own new yeah. game. They got all kinds of time. There's 18 different studios working on modern <laughs> Call of Duty games, so I mean, it's not like you couldn't get somebody to do it if they don't have the money. But anyway, yeah, I mean, it sounds like a very a very good deal. Um, it, it's you know, I don't care about the multiplayer so much, you know. So um, I just want to play the campaign. I'd like to go back and play it again. It'd be nice to be able to play all of them in a row. And kind of get that whole story because this is the final uh, modern warfare. Am I correct in saying that? The final modern warfare? They, no, I don't think anyone. Modern has warfare said... four? Isn't that? Wasn't this supposed to finish the story or whatever? Uh, not that I'm aware of, not... but I don't know. Oh, so this is so this is uh, oh great, more modern warfare after this. Whatever. <laughs> I don't Call of Duty. Know. I don't think anyone knows. Or at least I don't know. So. I thought I saw something. I could be wrong. <laughs> Rough yeah, for me, for me, the one part that I do hope is multiplayer is the, the campaign co-op section of it, not the multiplayer maps and stuff. Because if um, if, I, if, my, if my memory serves me correct, the Modern Warfare Two co-op campaigns were some of the funnest that I ever had playing with just one buddy to go through the campaign. It was really really fun. Um, I hope that they have that in that remaster slash remake uh, standpoint. Um, I think Call of Duty in general needs some recycling or some kind of. Uh, not recycling, but something new um, in their in their franchise and the way they're releasing their games. I think um, even though it sells like crazy every year, I think there's some people that are slowly falling off of the Call of Duty train. We've kind of seen what happened with uh, Battlefield once they got into kind of comfort cruise control. People started kind of falling off that. I think if they continue to do just the basic games without something that's cool like they're doing here with this potentially bundled in and maybe just remaking maps in the new game, um, that they might, you know, fall out of favor with a lot of people. But I'm excited to see what it comes out to be. Um, I think we always kind of want to look close to see what Call of Duty is going to look like in the new year once it releases. And then there's kind of like a little bit of a snooze factor that goes on when it releases. And then it's either beloved by a lot of people or it's like, oh, crap, they did it again. It's another game that I'll play for 10, 15 hours and then move on to something else. But um, I hope that this is a fun game for a lot of people. I really enjoyed the co-op campaign on this one. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see. I'm, I'm guessing we'll know, obviously, relatively soon the definitive details here, so we'll see how it shakes out. 
All right, so a multiplayer game that is hot right now, one of the hottest in the world, Apex Legends. Uh, Bert and I and some buddies were up playing again late last night. Um, the battle pass for that is coming very soon, Developer ST, so it could be within this next week, uh, as you're listening to this, we hope. And then the next legend uh, has leaked as well, apparently titled Octane, and looks, uh, looks interesting. He actually looks to have almost like a Borderlands type of vibe, um, but sounds like it'll be a lot of fun to play. And, uh, you know, I'm excited for this battle pass. I, it's going to be pretty much what you expect from uh, the other battle royale games. It's going to be unlockables and cosmetics and things for the characters. And, um, you know, pretty straightforward, but it just adds a little bit of flavor to the game, um, despite us still loving playing it nearly daily. So, I'm super excited about this one. I've always liked to see more uh, legends come through the game, even though I'm only playing like two players more than often, but I need to kind of branch out and play more players myself. So I'd like to see what this guy does. His powers seem kind of interesting from the one leaked screenshot to kind of see how that would kind of work with other players that you might tag along with. So I'd like to see more gameplay of this guy if it even releases anytime soon. Ains, I think the rumors were within the next two weeks that this would come out. Is that right? Yeah, I think someone said March yeah. 13th or something was the rumored date or 11th. Yeah. I forget. But. Yeah, so this game is very addictive. If you have been kind of jumping around Legends or stuff, or maybe you're bored of the existing Legends, if that's even possible at this point, um, this might be a welcomed piece of news for you. But we're all excited here at SG. Tearing it up, bringing up those champions all the time. You know what's up. Yeah, <clears throat> that's about what I got to say about that. <laughs> it's hey, Apex. That's all right, Dan. You'll be playing it soon for Backseat Gaming, so we'll uh, you'll, oh, be, able to, you'll be able to touch on more. First and last time. <laughs> yeah. Watch, watch Dan fall in love with it. That was probably yeah, secretly was Dan last night we were playing, who was a level 100 max level playing against us, you know. Exactly. That was probably him. I can guarantee you that was not Dan. That is 100% not Was it, it Stan? Because if it was Stan... You know. It might have been Stan. It might have been Stan. You know, Dan was dead, tired. And, and yeah. All right, so. another franchise, uh, Beloved, and uh, super hyped for this one as well, Mortal Kombat 11. So we got the official Johnny Cage reveal this week, which uh, looked actually rather hilarious. Probably one of the funniest fatalities I've seen out of Mortal Kombat in a very long time. Mm -hmm. um, gameplay looks fantastic. Cage was one of my kind of secondary mains, if there's such a thing. So I used to play him quite a bit, and uh, he looks just as good as you would expect in this game so but the more interesting news here is that apparently the full roster has now been leaked and this was verified by several sites including us but a couple players that had earlier builds of the game um, and almost full builds uh, showed some of the details here so the it, it's a little bit of uh you know mortal kombat 9 a little bit of mortal kombat 10 in the sense of you know there's some new mixed in with some obscure here but there are some notable exceptions, which were uh, I, w at least personally, was a little disappointed about. So uh, apparently, we are going to see Jax, Katana, Noob Saibot, uh, Melina as an unlockable, Shang Tsung. So those are all people you kind of expect to see. Um, but then we've got other people like Kotal Khan, Collector, Centrion. Um, you know, there's some new names in here that we haven't seen before. And then there's notable misses. There's no reptile listed. Uh, no Nightwolf, which makes me cry a little inside because I was really hoping for him. So there's a few kind of notable um, people missing that I know we were hoping to see. Now, if you look at the screenshot on our site, you'll see that there are something like six or eight slots still for DLC characters. Now, it'll be interesting to see if they go the route of like kind of the licensed, excuse me, kind of, you know, funny DLC characters this time or if they're just going to bring classic characters back. Obviously, I prefer the classic characters, but... We'll see. But uh, regardless, game is looking fantastic. The new footage we saw is amazing. And uh, still really hyped for this one in April. Yeah, it looks good. And Johnny Cage looked hilarious. Um, <clears throat> short of that, enjoy Mortal Kombat 11, folks. Because <laughs> I was just getting my butt kicked if I get it. So <laughs> it's not going to be one of those games I play. But it it's always been a good game. And it's always been fun i'm just not very good at fighting games so i usually kind of steer away from them um but it looks so good i mean everything i've seen so far has been either hilarious to watch or just bloody as hell which is also hilarious so bring it on bring it 
<laughs> yeah, I, I to Ains's point, I thought the uh, Johnny Cage fatality that they showed in the release trailer is just hilarious to me. He's one of my favorite characters, dating back to part one, actually, so I'm glad he's there. Uh, some characters that, excuse me, that I was hoping to see was Cyrax and Sector. I didn't like the way they had um, the last bot, I guess you would almost call him, that kind of mixed into three or four different bots. I didn't like the way they did that in the uh, last Mortal Kombat, so I was hoping to see the actual characters back, but I guess story-wise, it's really hard to do. However, Mortal Kombat seems to kill characters off and then they come back either in the same game or in the next game. So it's uh, interesting to see this leak of a roster. There's, I, I am not a fan of Kotal Khan at all. I, I never thought that he was a, a good fighter to begin with, but um, who knows? I, I don't know. It's just really weird with these games to see if I'm going to like or not like the new characters at all. But so far, um, seems pretty cool. It's cool to see uh, Johnny Cage's daughter and I guess Jax's daughter back because I really liked Cassie Cage quite a bit in the last one. I didn't think I would and I liked her a lot, so... It's, Can't wait for release. It's right around the corner. It's funny you say that, actually, because I was just going to say that the one thing that uh, is kind of annoying me the direction they're going are having the kids. Um, not yeah. not that they're good characters and playable characters, but it, it feels like we've known Sonya and Jax and Cage, you know, all the uh, kind of hardcore one and two characters we've known forever. And it's like you've got all these slots for characters that people want to see. And now we're, we're, you know, we're taking up four and five of them for associated characters to characters we've known forever and it just feels like there's a missed opportunity there in my opinion like they feel too right. similar um where we could get more variety but we'll see i, I don't even but, was was collector in a past game or something i don't even know what that guy looks like you know what it, it sounds really familiar i haven't looked it up um okay. i don't know if he's brand new or not but it, it sounded familiar when i saw the name i don't know if he's one of those ones from an older like when they went to the 3d games or not i don't know <laughs> yeah so anyway we can see baraka's kid <laughs> that'd be cool <laughs> maybe i'll pick it up then you never know well, it looks like, like a little uh, mini version of him yeah. <laughs> a little a little little razor blades <laughs> little, guy. Yeah, it's a little guy yeah he's got like butter knives instead that'd be awesome <laughs> All right, so uh, a little bit of sad news here for us fans, and that is the PlayStation Vita has finally come to its official end. So it has ended production, no more being made, and, uh, you know, it's kind of funny because the, the system just wrong place, wrong time, and uh, never really took off like Sony had hoped. Yet, you know, there's a hardcore group of us that just love the system, even today, and it's caught this kind of cult following now where, you know, a lot of people putting either emulators on it or it's become like a, a port machine and, you know, just being used in various ways. Um, so it's kind of a shame because I always loved the Vita. Um, still have mine that I got at launch and a bunch of titles for it. Um, but anyway, it was cool to see. I don't, you know, we've talked before about whether Sony or, or definitely not Microsoft, it seems, but whether Sony will try and take a run at a portable console again, we'll see. I don't think so. But um, regardless, uh, PlayStation Vita, well, we're going to miss you, buddy. Yeah, I, I've owned not only the launch one, but I currently have the new one. I guess you'd call it the Slim, um, which is which is actually a, I think it's more efficient of a of a little handheld console. But the screen on the first one is just so much better um, from an OLED standpoint. So that's really cool to have them. And they really haven't been in the states as far as new ones. They've really been coming out in Japan for the longest time. You get all kinds of cool colors for them or whatever the case is. The Vita value has actually gone up from a like reseller standpoint because of what Ains mentioned a second ago is people are putting emulators and it's really the best place outside of a Nintendo Switch that's modded that you can take all these on the go. It's just the hardware itself lends itself to just an awesome emulator experience and people are really liking that. And even the second screen support that you have from the PS4 standpoint. So this is like one of the most underrated consoles of all time in my opinion. I wish it was supported better by Sony and they kind of... Um, executed it a lot better um, but unfortunately they didn't and i think the last thing i heard is that we probably won't see another vita sequel ever again or any kind of handheld again but who knows what sony's got up their sleeves yeah i never had one and i, I regret it i really really wish i did um but you know i i never really you know it just was the timing of it and everything like that i just never really got into it i didn't even have a playstation i think when it came out so um <clears throat> Yeah, it sucks. It definitely sucks. You know, having that portability, you know, I think is becoming more of a factor nowadays. Um, for me, at least, you know, being able, you know, especially when I go to my in-laws, 
<laughs> so I don't have to talk to people. So yeah, it's 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 it stinks, man. I mean, I know a lot of people are bummed out. I know you know it's it sounds like it was just really really underused and undersupported. So if they ever do come out with another one, hopefully it'll be something on its level or obviously better, uh, and will actually get supported. You know, but who who knows? Who knows? We've talked about it before. Yeah, Dan, oh, oh, go ahead, Bert. Go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, Dan, if you actually want to pick one up, you can probably find one on your local Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace for somewhere around 100 to 150 bucks, already kind of modded and with an emulator and many times ROMs on there. So if you're interested in one, um, I would highly look at it. I actually was playing my Vita a lot more than the Switch for the first almost year and a half of the Switch launch because I played so much of the Switch on uh, docked uh, platform versus taking it on the go because I didn't care to play so much on the go. But totally up to you. They're really cool. Um, I think you'd like it quite a bit, actually. Uh, I bet I would too. Yep. It's kind of funny because we still joke that, you know, despite coming out, I think it was six, seven years ago now, the Vita still has such a stronger feature set as a console than the Switch does. It's got a better screen. It's got better technology in it. Um, it's really kind of bizarre when you look at it that way. So, but yeah, anyway. All right. <laughs> one, little, one little tear just came yeah, down. Yeah, I'm just yeah. thinking yeah. about my Vita. Um, so interesting, we have one rumor for you here, and that is The Last of Us 2, our other, I, I would say, probably for all three of us, probably up there with Cyberpunk as our most anticipated title, um, could be launching this year, and it could be in October. A retailer in Peru, of all places, um, put out some new marketing material for the title that showed it specifically launching in October of 2019. And from you know what we've heard and what we saw the picture, it wasn't something that they just created. Like it wasn't uh, just something on their website. It was something more than that. So, don't know if this was you know put out there uh, by Sony officially and not supposed to be shared yet, or if this is just you know obviously something they did on their own. We don't know, but uh, it does tie to the fact that um, oh god, you're gonna make fun of me here, Bert, but um, Santayala. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who's composing the soundtrack again for the sequel is uh, he mentioned in an interview a few months ago that the game is uh, is very near completion and we'd be seeing it soon. So it wouldn't surprise me here if Sony is keeping Last of Us 2 for launching this fall as their kind of big first party title, um, especially given that um, they usually at least have something, you know, later in the year and Microsoft has their biggest first party title launching in this fall as well, which is Gears 5. Yeah, bring it on, man. I'm ready for it. I think Launching you said bring it on like six times this episode so far. <laughs> Dan's ready yeah. to bring it on. Bring it on, man. I'm always about bringing it on. <laughs> bring it on. It's early. It's Sunday morning. And I feel like crap. So that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's what's happening here. All right. So, Last of Us 2. Until Walmart Canada announces uh, a leak date, I will be skeptical. But if it does come out in October... I will be playing it day one and probably taking some time off of work. So <clears throat> I am very, very excited for that game. As somebody who came late to the party on The Last of Us, um, yeah, shame. it's so good. It's, yeah, well, you know, I played it. So <laughs> that's good. It was so good. Just as far as a, just a narrative goes, um, I can't imagine, you know, them going down in quality so let's just bring it on bring it on everybody <laughs> bring it on it's tremendous if you, if you really like the uh if you really like the narrative there's this new video that came out you should probably watch it may interest you the hell you say really <laughs> what are you talking about what's that website um <laughs> i never heard of that place before um nope. the it's really strange because this kind of happened last year with with sony that there was all these games that we were expecting to come out at a specific time and in 2018, and then they either did or they didn't come out, and they all had their release dates come out within two to three months of them actually releasing. And 2019 is already looking like a very crowded year for um, exclusives in, in the Sony umbrella. So we have Ghost of Tsushima. Death Stranding has been rumored numerous times that it'll be coming out sometime in 2019. Last of Us, um, there's, I feel like there's a four, oh yeah, um, Days Gone. I mean, that's, I thought that was the game of spring. So I, I would really be surprised if all four of these games released in 2019, 
unless the PlayStation 5 is coming out in 2020 for sure, and they're just going to try to get everything out in a rush. But I bet um, at least one of these four games that I just mentioned comes out in 2020, if not two of them. So uh, I, first of all, I, as Dan said, bring it on. I would love to have this game sooner than later. But um, with all the other the other three big games that have been rumored and talked about for a very long time in the Sony exclusives umbrella, I'd be surprised if all four of these come out. And we have been burnt so bad by rumors in the last two years as to what is coming out, what is not coming out, what game's going to get released, what are the release dates. So for right now, I'm treating this as a rumor and not even thinking second uh, second guessing at all if it's going to be coming out in the fall at all. I don't even it's not even on my radar right now personally. Yeah, it'll be here when it's here, and we know it'll be amazing. So. We know Naughty Dog's not going to release it before they're 100% ready. So be interesting. I, I think uh, it is kind of funny that we talked months and months ago, and I said there's a small possibility at the time. I said that we could get Gears 5 and Last of Us 2 in the same month in 2019, which would be uh, would be dangerous for my family life and work and other things in my life. So, But, um, yeah, I, I think between Last of Us 2 and Cyberpunk and, for me personally, Halo Infinite, those games... Are, beyond everything are the ones that uh, I'm looking forward to. So if we get two of those this year, it's gonna be really interesting, but. All right, I have an on-spot question for you guys, and I um, I, I kind of went back and forth on this one on, you know, I, I know we've kind of talked about this before, but um, I was thinking about the Resident Evil 2 remake and how that really rejuvenate, <laughs> rejuvenated a uh, a franchise that's both beloved but really took it to a new level where it, it you know we've talked about it. it it took a game and kind of kept its core but rebuilt it at the same time um into something new and fresh and made it uh you know made it relevant again in this generation so as we approach next generation and we get these new ultra powerful consoles and all this new technology you know, thinking back to maybe something in the past generation or two, maybe three, who knows? Um, you know, if you had to pick one title, if you could think of one title that you just beloved and would think that, God, it could really use that Resident Evil 2 full remake from the bottom up, uh, what title would that be for you? Parasite Eve. Really? Oh, yeah. I still want another remake. I out of, still out, want out of everything in the history, game? Parasite Eve. I, listen, I love that damn game. No, no, <laughs> I'm not. I'm, 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 I'm just saying it's a, it's a great game. Well, I mean, well, if you go back and see a game like Bioshock or something like that, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously that would be great if I could get, but I, I don't. I've got them, and I've got them remastered, and I've got them. You know, yeah. I mean, Mass Effect, maybe you know the first one, mm. but there has been no. You know, because I mean, I'll go back and play Mass Effect Trilogy every once in a while, and I will never, ever play the first one again. Not because it's a bad game, but because it's so outdated compared to 2 and 3. So, yeah. I we've seen nothing from Parasite Eve at all. You know, so it's, you know, the, we, we, we've got rumors here and there. You know, I would love to see, maybe not, just reboot the whole franchise and start fresh. You know, use that first game as a base, and then, you know do what you have to do because i mean it, it plays a little bit like resident evil you know it, it's it's very similar and i loved that story and i loved you know just everything about that game and you know i i just don't know you know i mean that, that that's the first thing that pops in my head so if they were to do that great and you know but but it's not as big of a franchise obviously as resident evil so it's just it's wishful thinking at this point but Maybe. Maybe we'll see something. It is interesting that we never saw anything more from that IP because it, it it's if I recall correctly, it didn't sell millions and millions and millions, but it sold pretty well. No. It was Square Enix in their prime or Square in their prime, Square Soft, I think. Um Yeah, Square Soft, yeah. Yeah, and um you know, a lot of people do love that game and remember it fondly, so kinda kinda strange that it just disappeared. Yeah, I've I've got two for you guys, and and a third uh, spiritual uh, successor that I would just like to see redone, not really a remake, but mine would be um, Fear Effect. I've talked about it before a number of times, and I would love to see that game in today's graphics and today's build. It came out for the PlayStation One initially. They tried to do kind of a a remake slash game of something that was not done very well, but it, it was never really done perfectly. But I'd love to see that in today. And then the other one is Vagrant Story, which came mm. out at the end of uh, PlayStation. Yep. Um, it was reviewed really, really well. It had an awesome art style. It was beautiful. 
And I love, love that game. When, as exactly another one, Squaresoft's Prime. I think there's so many games that Squaresoft did that was amazing before they kind of fell off the thing. And then the last one, which would just be fun to me, uh, would be Rock and Roll Racing. I'd love <laughs> to see that redone. And somehow, I can't tell you how long or how much I've played that game as a kid. It was just something I played all the time. <laughs> it's funny you mention that because, uh, you know, there was a group that was talking about why is Sony with the battle royale craze and, and trying to bring something back, why have they not made a new twisted metal that had takes some of the battle battle royale kind of themes, you know what I mean? And, and just bring that back. But, yeah. um, funny enough, I had two and, uh, Dan, you mentioned one. So mass effect one was, uh, one of my two, as you said, it, it's actually my favorite mass effect. I liked it for the character building. The story's incredible. And I like the RPG elements uh, way better than Mass Effect 2, where they really stripped it down, which drove me nuts. I also like the uh, the Mako and exploring all the planets, you know, and I think if a modern day game, they could really flesh that out and make it more like, uh, you know, I don't really know what the reference here, but just, you know, add more to it and it could be really something special. Um, the other one for me, if, if we could ground up remake it uh, in today's uh, environment would be Knights of the Old Republic. Um, I, I think that would just be incredible mm -hmm. to take that IP, start, you know, bring it this again. The story is amazing. Um, and then just flesh out the RPG elements, add, you know, more combinations and builds and loot, you know, like I love and uh, just make it a deeper game overall. I think both of those and funny enough, those are pretty similar games, but Mass Effect and Knights of the Old Republic, too, and how they function. So um, I think that would be great. I would not nice complain. Choices. Sorry, you both spoke. <laughs> What'd you say? No, I said I, w I wouldn't complain about those either one of them. <laughs> That's all you know. You know what made me think about it honestly was I was playing Anthem and I was doing the, I was in Fort Tarsus and I was doing um, you know some of the conversations and I'm like this is just not old school Bioware. It's just not. <laughs> it's just horrible. It's just there. Like, there was one somebody I, I think Jez Corden had a hilarious screenshot of whether it was doctored or no, but they were like Bioware has really gone down the drain and and conversational choices and the options were no and nope. Yeah, no, I, I had that conversation yeah, yesterday. that's exactly it. Yep, I had that yesterday. Yep. And they're not meaningful. Like, no matter what you pick in um, in Anthem, it, Why is this going it does nothing. Yeah, yeah, it's so it's it's strange. But it, anyway, that's what made me think of it. So um, speaking of Anthem, let's talk about what we've been playing, guys. So um, Dan, why don't you hit us off? I want to hear about yeah, Toe Jam and Earl, damn it. Yeah. So oh, man. this guy right over here has it now for... Uh, the Xbox, also the PlayStation, and the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> I supported the crap out of this game, all right, because I'm a huge Toe Jam and Earl fan. Um, we did some streaming with, uh, I did with uh, Mike Mullis from NLG, um, and uh, it was super fun. This is the old one, the original, you know, the, or the original. It's like a, it was Sega Genesis remastered on the Xbox 360 or whatever. But we played some original co-op through that game and it was so much fun it's so stupid it's it's not you know you're, if you're looking for depth then you're going to the wrong place so the <laughs> new one is basically the same as the old one it looks a little it pops a little bit more it's a little bit vi more vibrant obviously the graphics are much much i'm okay i can't really say much much better they're better um they're not pixelated so that's great but it's basically the same premise uh, there's more characters to choose from right off the bat. You're basically going around getting, uh, you know, your ship again, put back together. Uh, but it plays very, very similar, but there's lots more added to it, I think. They added a lot of uh, different enemies. They added more presence and stuff. It's so much fun. And I don't know why I bought it on all three systems, but I did. So I can take it with me on the Switch. Somebody happens to buy it for the PlayStation because they like trophies. I can play it with them, and obviously, I want to, you know, probably play it for the achievements on the X. So, yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. I love it. I'm gonna probably play a bunch of it today. I played a bunch on the Switch already. It's not, you know, it's Toe Jam and Earl, man. That's all I really have to say about it because it's nice. awesome. Bring it on. What else you been playing? <laughs> Anthem. That's it. Anthem and Toe Jam. <laughs> uh, the, yeah, I just have not had a whole lot of time this week, so it's been basically those two games. Fair um, enough. Finished the end game, or finished the, the mission. <laughs> finished the Anthem. end game. Uh, I maxed everything. It's completely game, done. Yeah. <laughs> completely maxed out. Actually, I'm like I'm probably two or three missions from level 30. 
Uh, I love it. I, I'm having a ball with it. There's lots of problems with it, for sure. But um, there's more at the end than I thought there was going to be. You know, so I haven't hit that point yet where it's like, okay, this is... I mean, it's it, it's different enough, the missions are, the contracts and stuff, where it's not exactly the same, but it's very, very similar. I mean, it's not anything, you know, earth-shattering by any means, but, you know, I haven't hit to the point where I, I haven't enjoyed my time with it yet. I'm sure I'll get to that point. You know, opening up this next difficulty level will be a pain in the butt because you have to do, I think, 25 different strongholds just to unlock it, which sucks. <laughs> so... And then you have to do like 25 quick play thing. I don't know. And let me just say something right real quick. The quick play is broken as hell in this game. It's broken. It's a piece of crap. I keep getting put in the same damn mission at the same damn spot in that mission. And it keeps, and it, it just freezes. Like, I think there's like one server that I keep getting put into in the same freaking mission. And it just, it's just an endless loop of enemies. Over and over, you can't advance it. I don't know what the hell the problem is with it. But and you have to do 25 of these quick play things. I've probably done a hundred of them, and only like maybe 10 of them have counted because I keep putting in putting in this stupid ass mission. This is just me venting right now. God damn it, Anthem! <laughs> you had so much potential. Squash uh, me. Yeah, the quick play is known to be uh, rather broken. In fact, people, you know, th there was people on day one that were like level two and they entered quick play and they got put into like a level 30 stronghold with people and they're like, what is going on here? So they're done. Right. Well, see, here's, here's another thing about it though, because I've gotten into quick play several times right at the very end of a mission or literally in the reward screen and it gives me all my XP. Oh, man. So. I jumped in and then all of a sudden I got like 800 XP for finishing the expedition. I was like, well, this is cool. I wonder if that counts. I don't know. But I just leveled up because <laughs> I just hit it at the right time. It's really weird and strange. And it seems like, and I got loot, a bunch of it for nothing. So I, I'm not complaining, but that's broken as hell. So they need to fix some stuff soon, hopefully. Uh, it's like we've said. I also got the robot animation. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say it's like we've said. There's a there's a, a spectacular core to that game um, that oh, is just surrounded yeah. in weird oddities and, and issues. So um, anyway, I'll talk a little more about it here in a second. But Bert, what you been up to? I know you haven't been playing the hell out of Anthem, so you can change it up for us. <laughs> yeah, um, it's really strange with you guys with Anthem. I've never heard a game that has been so divisive uh, from. Uh, so many complaints about it, so many broken things about it, but still love it. It's ever since Destiny, which is funny to me. But uh, yeah, people seem to love it. I'm, I'm there to play it socially, but it seems like everybody's always got a full party when, when I'm ready to play. But it, it seems like people love it or hate it. I've, I've only played about two to three hours of it, and that's that's good for me. So, um, But I'm glad you guys are liking it so much, um, and hopefully they get some fixes on it, because I'll probably pick it up down the road once it's actually fixed and been more streamlined. But I'm currently in a weird funk with games right now. I was really let down that um, Metro Exodus is so buggy that it was breaking different parts of the game for me. So I'm once again waiting for that one. Still no patch on any of the numerous issues that people are having. Um, I did finish Last Light earlier in the week. Um, I went back and played the remastered version of that, so that was fun. And I've been kind of in a backlog uh, cleanup before Division 2 gets here and some other big games of the uh, spring slash summer. So I'm uh, working through ReCore. Um, I played two to three hours of that a long time ago and then I shelved it because other stuff was coming out. Now I'm focusing on that as my main game this week. I don't think it's a massively long game, so I can probably finish that up this week, if not in the next few days. Um, finishing up Infamous Second Son, like I said last week, I'm still working on that one. I kind of came back to it and I was like, yeah, there's a reason why I didn't finish this game before. It's just so repetitive towards the end. But if you like that gameplay, it's, it's kind of like Spider-Man. Like Once you play that game and you've done a few of the bigger missions and then you know you have to knock out all the stuff just to get the platinum trophy is what it feels like when you're playing infamous second son except that you have to do that to progress in the story versus just go for a trophy so that's where i thought second son kind of a struggle towards the end of the uh, uh the narrative of the game um also playing apex any second that we get that game is just very addictive um, and then there's been so much DLC that has come out recently for games that I bought the season pass for in the fall that I actually want to act 
play them um, now versus two years from now, like I did with the previous Tomb Raider. So there's like been four packs that have come out for the most recent uh, Tomb Raider that I want to knock out right now, um, actually. Resident Evil 2 has had some short stories that you can play through. Unfortunately, it's just you have a timer, you got to get here to here. I'm not a big fan of that. I wish they had more of like a story base where you can take your time, kind of see what the other characters were doing during the, the gameplay that was happening with uh, with Claire and Leon's. But there's a new one that came out that's really cool that I want to check out. And then Assassin's Creed, which I spent so much damn time on that game to where I got burned out on Assassin's Creed at the end and did everything in the game. Now there's been three story packs that have come out on it it's exactly what i'm looking for right now so i'll probably jump back into that at the end of this week nice there i haven't even played shadow yet like jesus i have it installed now that's on game pass and i just you know there's too many games as always so it's good that you're kind of playing some different things to give us a little variety though because all i've played is uh, anthem and Apex Legends and Division 2, um, which we've all, you know, spoken about for a few weeks now. So um, I did, however, turn on my Switch the other day, which was a fascinating experience, and um, made sure it was updated. I had like two con two generations of console updates to do. That's how long it's been um, when I traveled last week or whatever it was. And uh, But I downloaded Tetris 99, and uh, I was playing some of the emulated games on the, the Switch online. I was playing the original Ice Hockey, which was hilarious. And uh, Tetris 99 is, uh, is a lot of fun, actually. Um, I, was I was really enjoying that. So um, I think that's cool. And uh, may have my son's best friend is like a Tetris fanatic, believe it or not, at his age. And uh, may have him over here. We may put it on the big screen and get a little competition going. So that'll be fun. But um, yeah, on Anthem, um, it's, it's really, really strange. We've said it before, but I'm actually like enjoying it more now than I was last week. Um, like it's really sucked me in for whatever reason and I just want to play more and more of it I think I'm, I'm catching up to you guys Dan. I think I'm like a 27 or 28 now um, So I'm, I'm nearly there at max level and the story like I said before was getting good. It's actually not too bad um, It's not it's definitely not up to old-school Bioware standards and the side missions or you can kind of take them or leave them mostly um, but overall, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely enjoying it, and it's it's as they make little updates to it, it'll be more and more fun. So, uh, as for Division Two, um, again, I, I finished everything, and now the open beta, um, all the missions, Dark Zone, etc., and uh, I'm writing a long kind of preview on that, which we'll talk about uh, here in the coming weeks. But um, that's just spectacular. It's still my most anticipated game. So. Alright guys, um, so that's everything going on this week. Why don't we move over to good old Name That Game, and this week Bert has the helm. So Bert, do not Rodriguez us, please. Um, do it. I don't want to guess <laughs> it. I, I, I don't think we'll have a Rodriguez moment, but I think uh, I have. I unfortunately have the negative side of you guys guess it in the first two questions, so I've tried to <laughs> do my, my best at having better yeah, that, questions has been my that goal. That moment when Bert goes silent after Ain says what it is is... is <laughs> You know, he's, he's picking games it. purposely now that he thinks I probably haven't played. I know how he's working over there. No, right. not really. Unfortunately, we play a lot of the same <laughs> game, so it's it's unfortunate. But um, Dan's going to be choosing first in this one. I'm calling all it. Right. I'm not going to give you all the choice. And um, let's get started on this Name That Game segment for today. Um, so, this game was a showcase, one of the three big showcases, I should say, at Nintendo's E3 booth in 2005. Oof. Jeez. It's going back. What the hell was in 2005? Is that Wii time? Wii gone. He Gay said, he said Wii time. Oh. <laughs> Wii gone. Wii gone. What the hell's Wii gone? It's where couples go for I their know con. I what the hell you're talking about. Um, We're going to need some kind of a guess here, sir. Uh... Super Mario Brothers. Best <laughs> now, 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 and remember, we have to be specific on the exact game. Now we we've kind of okay, aligned right, that. That was so, spe specific. Well, that came out in 1985, yeah. so you're probably a little off on your yes, years. But listen, it was close. <laughs> it was remastered. <laughs> it was remastered. It's been remastered, it's been remastered about 47 times. times. <laughs> right. So. Uh, All right. Go ahead, Ains. You're up. All right. Um, Super Mario Galaxy. No, but that's an amazing, amazing game, <laughs> if you ask me. Um, okay, moving on to the next clue here. So this game had a story mode in it, and it was called Star Trip. Star Trip. Star what? Star Trip. 
Like TRIP trip? TRIP. Like tip without <laughs> with with the with the R in it. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. Like rip with a T. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Your 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 guess. Yeah, is. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Uh you're you're not in my realm here. I kind of avoided okay, good. Nintendo good. at this uh at this point. The Wii did not interest Man. me even a little bit. Um, they had some good games on there, but not very many. Let's yep. go with Wii Fitness. <laughs> no, that's a negative. <laughs> Dan, you're up. Star you're a big trip. Boy, let's do this. Wii Star Fitness? Trip. Star Trip. I'm just going to say Star Fox. No, no. I wish we had a good version of Star Fox <laughs> on it, but it didn't. Um, okay, ne- next question here. The game later released in mobile and Xbox Live. So it came out in mobile in 2008. And Xbox Live in 2006. I guess you would consider this a port. Oof. So this came out Dan. in 2005. Yep. For it was a Nintendo showcase. Star Trip. It was one one of three of the showcases that Nintendo had that year. I don't remember shit. Dragon then Ball. came out in mobile and Xbox Live. What'd you say, Dragon Ball? <laughs> yeah, Star Trip, Dragon Ball. No. <laughs> Incorrect. Ains, you're, no you're up. 2005. Or 6, you said, for Xbox Live, right? Yes. Um, and then, sorry, oh, I, actually, I messed those up. Flip them. It was mobile in 2006 and Xbox Live in 2008. 2008. When the ports came Okay. Out. Well, that would have changed everything for me, so. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, well, it's 2008 in Xbox land, so that would have been a few years in the 360 when the stride kind of kicked in. Uh, probably an Xbox Live, maybe Summer of Arcade title. That's what I'm going to go with. Uh, I'll go with, it's not, no, that's not it. Uh, I don't know, I'll say Explosion Man. No, that was a crazy <laughs> nice. game. Reminds me of Vector Man, but no, that's not it. Um, okay, so sticking with Ains here, moving on to the next question. It had a sequel that later came out called Disney Magic. Disney <laughs> Magic? Disney. Can you spell that, please? Can you use that in a sentence? <laughs> it's like Disney with a D. Yeah, okay. Like Got D. it. Well, that, that, that clears it up. <laughs> Um, Thanks, holy guys. hell. Uh, wow. Um, how about, um, oh god, what was that? Uh, the Disneyland Experience. <laughs> Negative. That is <laughs> oh not my it. god. Dan, you're up on this question. My what is stomach is literally churning right now. Um, <laughs> if I know, uh, when is, <sighs> say, what was the last clue one more time? I had a sequel that came out called Disney Magic. Disney Magic. Yep. Uh, Disney Cart. <laughs> no, that's gonna have to not accept that one there, sir. Okay, that's fine. All right, fine. Next, next clue to this name that game. The director was asked what influenced him to make this game, and he said the movie The Matrix and Missile Command. Jesus. And good night. Here's a little known fact for our <laughs> listeners: Missile Command is the first video game I remember ever playing. Wow! Yeah, it was a good game. I was in like the arcade with thing, the but... uh, the ball. Yep. Anyway, with the, with the little rolling ball. Yep. You're you're distracting Danny. It's Come cool. on. Yeah, he well, was I'm, already yeah, distracted. Let's be honest. Yeah, like I'm gonna get anything even close to this. Uh, Lego Star Wars. Negative. Ains, <laughs> you're up. Was he even out then? Come on, people. I think some of the Lego games might have been out by them, but I'm not sure which ones. Missile Command and The Matrix. Talk like about. It. So, um, and and Disney, what was the last thing? Disney what? It had a sequel called Disney Magic. Disney Magic. Disney Magic, Missile Command, and Matrix. Where the hell are we right now? Um, <laughs> These are good questions, and I'm, I'm kind of happy about it. <laughs> I, I honestly, I got nothing right now. Um. Are you taking the good old-fashioned pass? No, I like throwing a guess out there just for the hell of it. Space Invaders. No, no, not at all. Oh, sorry. <laughs> hey, I, I guessed right. that last year, last week. Didn't <laughs> I? No, I was doing it last week. All right, uh, next, next clue. This game came out on the Nintendo DS in 2005. 
As mentioned, it was at the E3 booth at 2005, and was at one point the highest rated game on the Nintendo DS. That's impossible. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Nobody plays the Nintendo DS? I played the hell out of this game. I did too. Probably. <laughs> uh, Haynes, I think it's your yeah, guess. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, it's your guess. I've got no nothing. I've got no nothing. Um, now I'm thinking, is it some puzzle game on the DS? Uh, yeah, it's probably something stupid. Yeah, probably. <laughs> no on Bert. It's probably something stupid. God damn it, Bert. Tetris it's Ultimate. Stupid. No, nice. that is incorrect. Incorrect. Dan, you are up, sir. Uh, it was on the Nintendo DS. Yes, released in 2005 on the Nintendo DS. Fuck At one know, point, man. the highest rated game for the console. Or handheld, whatever you want. Our hardcore Nintendo fans are pissed at us right now. Yep. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's been so long since I played it. Uh, I don't even know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> or the, I'm talking about the DS, I guess. It's yeah. been, yeah, I think the only thing I played on there was Tetris. So, uh, fuck, I don't know, dude. Bomberman? I don't know. This is only no question six. Uh, you're passing. Okay. That's, right. that's a path. Yeah. Okay. Fuck. In this game, you can pick from one of 32 alien races to play as. Man. Once, once they're fully unlocked. You have I mean, redeemed yourself from the debacle that was two weeks ago i will just say that <laughs> that's correct yeah <laughs> you're welcome i have no clue man no another idea. pass um, god you guys are no, passing hardcore i don't want to pass i don't want to pass I'm gonna... all right okay guess it mega man <laughs> no sir you can't you can't pick 32 <laughs> races of mega man ames you got a guess here no crap i don't have anything i'm completely you're also, blank you're i mean i'm passing. not even in in the ballpark <laughs> Yeah, I'm not, I have no You're clue. not even in the parking lot no, for the ball. No, they wouldn't let is me it, in. I had no ticket, Dune? no money, and they turned me right around. Okay. Next clue, then, since you, you didn't know about the 32 races. It's been mostly compared to Luminous and Tetris. Oh, see, I'm in the right... All right, I was in the ballpark. I'm just... I can't find my seat. Wait, let me say... <laughs> You're like, is this section... <laughs> Section 203, I'm sorry, it's 102. Yeah, it's, it's completely on the opposite side if you look across there, sir. Um, damn. All right. Wait a minute, hold on. It was, was it, wait a minute. Say, when you it's said not, races, guess, I know, but I'm trying to go back to like that one clue. I'm trying to. Uh-huh. Yep. Was it like race? I can't, go ahead, names. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> no Thanks, idea. Dan. Um, I'm trying to help. Now it, it turns out I'm I'm in the right area here, and I'm trying to think of those games because they're they're again we're in we're in one of those realms like last week with yours with Blood. We're in that realm where at that time there were a bunch of those types of games coming out because PSP and Vita had a bunch like that too. Um, and I'm trying mm-hmm. to figure out what it could be. Um, how about? Um, I think you're stalling. No, how about uh, Street Fighter Puzzle <laughs> Turbo? No, that nice. was a fun game though. Fun game. All right, so th- th- this was one of Nintendo DS's coolest features. Oh, wait, 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 wait. This Dan game... gets a guess. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I got a guess oh, here, dude. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> what sorry. the hell are you doing? <laughs> it's a million thing I'm going to pass. I, I thought don't I was going to get a third anything. pass in a row. Uh-huh. It might be. When you said 32 races, is that like mm-hmm. like an alien race? Is that what you said? Yes, yeah. yeah okay, alien that's, races. that's yeah. the way I'm looking at it. Okay, not like, not like 32 different tracks. No, no, <laughs> okay. no. no. I don't know. <laughs> Shenmue. Shenmue. <laughs> oh, God. All right, let me let me actually read out the question I was gonna read. So, okay. um, in in this game, yeah, it took it took advantage of one of Nintendo DS's coolest technologies, and it had a multiplayer mode. And all you had to do is send them a demo uh, via your your handheld. So the, not everybody had to buy this. You simply would use the, what they call the download play. And you could play with up to three other players with this feature, and only one person had to buy the game. Mm, that rings a bell. Doesn't help, but it rings a bell. M- Mario Kart. Mario Kart 8, DS. Al- Mario Kart Eight also had this. No, it is, it is not Mario Kart DS. Okay, that was my guess. Fuck. Oh jeez. It's the only one I know that has that. <sighs> More. The Nintendo Switch oh, should uh, do this. Oh, God, I wish they would. 
damn it, one of those games just popped in my head. Yeah, it is It is your guess still, Ains, on this yeah. question. I'm trying to think of all those games in that vein, and I'm, the names are blanking on me as usual. Um, so it's not Luminous, it's not Tetris. Not, not Tetris, not Luminous. Mm-mm. Um, Man, running out of... I think I only have one more question left here. I fucking going to shoot myself in the face. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, God. Yeah, I, I don't have it. I don't have it. I got nothing. Go ahead. I don't know. Nope. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. All right. The developer of this game has also developed Luminous. They've gone back and forth between these two uh, titles. Obviously, Luminous is the other one. This game that we're talking about now is was originally came out in 2005, but they've made a number of different versions of this game since. I've talked about the ports, but they've also updated them. They've gone back and forth between this and Luminous. Yeah, and that, that guy was well-known last year for doing something. Yeah. And well, and let me. Sorry, I didn't finish the the thing. The developer is called Q Entertainment. I'm not sure if yeah. that helps you out yeah, at all. I, but Q Entertainment. I can picture the logo. I can picture the luminous box with that logo on it. And I, mm-hmm. I I'm gonna hear this. And it's, it's not luminous. No, but it's gonna drive me crazy because he, the guy who. So who is this made the it, last question? Yeah, this is the last question. We need a recap. <laughs> well, I was gonna say the guy who made that, who made luminous and whatever this is, was in the news last year. Um. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember for the life of me what it was for. I will add one additional question on here to to round it out if you guys don't get it on this one. Well, well let yeah, read the rest of them back because I'm super confused. Okay. All right. So showcased before, as a star of the Nintendo. Okay, go. I got Ains on your. Uh, you got to take a guess here before I do the yeah, the rundown. No, 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 no. Let let Ains hear all these questions or clues again. Okay, too. I'll do that yeah. then. It was showcased yeah. as one of three stars at Nintendo's E3 booth in 2005. It had a sequel that was called Disney Magic. The modes included, uh, the, sorry, the story mode that was included was called Star Trip. It was ported to mobile and Xbox Live in 2006 and 2008. It was highly influenced by, uh, sorry, the director was asked what influenced him, and he said Missile Command and the Matrix. The game released in 2005 on the Nintendo DS. It's been compared to Tetris and Luminous, and it had 32 alien races that you could pick from once you unlocked all of them. And you just recently had your most recent question. Is it, um, right. God, what's up? And oh, there's also the download play clue, and also the most recent clue, which was, it was developed by Q Entertainment, and the developer has gone back and forth between the title that we're trying to guess and Luminous. Um, it's, is it called, it's something like, um, this is going to be my guess, by the way, but I don't think I have the proper name. Isn't it something like Sounds and Shapes? As the title? Yeah. Is that what you're asking? No, it's not. Okay. I'll give both of y'all a clue wait, wait, here. Dan, since, um, well, it's, but it's it's one Dan, word. It's one word. Okay. Well, Dan hadn't guessed on that final one yet. but Yeah. Well, there you go, Dan. There's an additional clue. I don't even know what the hell Q Entertainment did. <laughs> Except <laughs> well, Luminous. So that's it. So all I right, got so, uh, Bioshock. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The other, que- the other clue on here is on the Nintendo DS, it was the first game to implement just amazing um, stylus usage, and you would move the, the pieces from left to right, up and down in different areas with your stylus. Man, maybe you guys just didn't play no, this I game. No, I definitely, I definitely did. I, I know I That's haven't. part of the problem, and I think that our fans right. have. That was your bonus clue. Our fans are extremely disappointed right now that neither of us are getting this. This is going to be so obvious. I doubt it. <laughs> All right, so neither gonna, one of y'all. Gonna be like, this, this is going to be the first is. game that was not guessed, and I'm so proud about it. Go ahead. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Dan, any no other clue. guess? You said Bioshock is your last man. one. All right. The name of the game is Meteos. It came out on the Nintendo DS, one of the highest rated games ever on the Nintendo DS with the Metacritic oh, score called? at the time. Meteos, M-E-T-E-O-S. It ended up with an 88 Metacritic at the time of the release. It was like a 94, and over time it's kind of fallen a little bit, but this game was amazing. I typed in Meteos, and I get a bunch of League of Legends dudes. That's because me- me- so me- Meteos is a pro, is a pro player, that's why. Yeah. Oh, oh, here's a picture of the game. 
I have never yeah, seen it Yeah, it was amazing. If you guys have not played it, I highly recommend it, especially on the Nintendo DS. It was so much fun. I'll tell you guys what. Between Dan's things and Meteos, uh, the gloves have come off now. I'm going into the history books. <laughs> oh, I'm going into the history books with games. I was I was right, trying to well, keep it easy. My last game was Borderlands 2, for God's sakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People played Meteos. It's like... It's up there in the conversation as the best puzzle I've game never, ever. I've never ever seen it. It is game. in the conversation oh, in a magic. specific lounge in Tokyo on 4th Street. That's where people talk about medias. <laughs> All right, if you're a listener and you played this game and you were somewhere in the top five uh, questions that were asked guessing this, let us know because I know people have played this, damn it. All right, let's move on, Ains. It's all All yours. right, all right. Well, that was, uh, I won't use the word fun. We'll say interesting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but that wraps us up for this week, guys. BitCast eight, uh, 88, yeah, no, 48. Uh, we are coming close to BitCast 50 officially, guys. Man, uh, I think we started the BitCast in that May one with our shirts off. 2017. So we're coming up on our two-year anniversary, believe it or not. Um, anyway, so this week we put up um, our Backseat Gaming is Back. Bert played, uh, we're going to do a Battle Royale kind of mix where each of us is going to play a different Battle Royale game. And Bert played first, playing Fortnite. And believe it or not, he had not played uh, other than one game when it first launched, or one or two games, uh, Fortnite Battle Royale. So that was kind of interesting and fun to watch. We had a good time with that. So that's up if you want to check it out. And then we finally, finally launched Examining the Classics officially. Uh, it's gotten really good feedback from people. And uh, if you like The Last of Us or love it like we do, please check that out. It is something that we worked very hard on. And um, I don't know. It's one of those things that, uh, you know, we want as many people as possible to check out, of course. I'm currently working on a long preview for The Division 2. I'm doing it from the perspective of someone who has played The Division 1 extensively. So obviously, if you're new to the franchise, there's plenty of resources out there for you to check out, you know, going into Division 2. My article is going to specifically call out the things that are different from Div Division 1 or improved upon and what you can expect as an existing player. So that'll be up next week. And then, guys, uh, anything else you're working on? Yeah, I'm personally working on some stuff in the background. I don't, I don't want to mention them anymore until I know that they're going to be coming out for sure. I've been so busy with uh, my real job outside of this awesome hobby, but um, I've been so busy with that I haven't had time to edit it and then play the unfortunate game of Fortnite, or fortunate, depending on if you like that game or not, so that was a lot of fun. Um, I can't wait to see Dan play this week. It's going to be awesome. So, Dan, what, what game are we doing, by the way? Fuck if I know. Fucking Meteos. That's what I should play. <laughs> I'm to play Tetris. God damn it. Meteos. <laughs> well, coming at me with Meteos. Coming at me with Meteos. And it's no, I have actually, I, I, it's, it's, I have no idea. We're going to kind of see what, I mean, I'm kind of probably leaning towards Apex only because it's obviously readily available. I would love to play the calling because it looks horrendous. But I just don't know if the, the player count is there. Um, we'll see. We're going to we'll surprise hey, you pub. on Friday. Hey, yeah, no. Dan should go in the pub nope. and solo, that... solo queue. Nope. Yeah. Listen, first game in pub, chicken dinner. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. So after that, it was just all straight downhill. So I stopped playing it. Um, I don't know what happened there. It was totally by accident. <laughs> and also I had my son standing there at the TV. He's right here, like pointing out where the guy is in the bush. I'm like, okay. I as long as you got that lost. achievement, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> I was before the achievements were on. So I don't know if it ever retro popped. Yeah, they retro pop. So if, oh, you, yeah, if you turn it on now, it'll yeah, pop okay. for you. But all right, guys. Well, yeah, we'll see. We're closing out. That's BitCast48. As always, thank you for joining us. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, uh, Porsche Power, Dan Rodriguez, Burt Signs, and um, or Ainsley Bowden, I should say. Why did I give my screen name and then two real names? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and of course, uh, always on Season Gaming. So thanks as always, and we will talk to you next week.